0: Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Dias, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 244, titled, Peter Gets It Right, Then He Gets It Wrong. You can find these events in Matthew 16 Mark 8 and 9 and Luke 9. Jesus and his disciples traveled to the foothills of Mount Hermon. Just outside of a city called Caesarea Philippi, there was a huge cliff. And carved into the side of that cliff was an enormous cave. Water gushed out of it continually. The site had become a place of pagan idol worship. Many false gods were thought to live inside this grotto. We know from historical accounts that the mouth of this cave was referred to as the Gates of Hell. Jesus and his disciples may have been walking past this site filled with pagan worshipers when Jesus asked them this question, Who do people say that I am? Well, the disciples replied, Some say that you are John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Still others think you are one of the prophets. But Jesus asked, Who do you say that I am? It was the ultimate quiz question. Peter spoke up. A direct translation of his response goes like this, You are the Christ. THE SON OF THE GOD, THE LIVING ONE. Peter understood that Jesus was the Messiah, the one everything in the Old Testament pointed to. Jesus responded, Simon, you are blessed because God himself revealed this to you. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not stop it. Peter's testimony about Jesus would become the foundation for all of Christianity for eternity no false religions or pagan deities could ever destroy it. Then Jesus promised to give Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven. This became important after Jesus' resurrection as the church began to form. It was Peter's job to open the doors of Christianity to various groups of people as they became part of this new movement we call the church. This was true of the Jews and the Samaritans and the Gentiles. He welcomed each group into the body of believers. Jesus instructed his disciples not to reveal this truth about who he was to anyone else just yet. Then he began to explain to them how his physical life would soon end. Soon they would travel to Jerusalem and there he would be mistreated by the religious leaders. He would be killed. But on the third day he would rise again. Well, this information greatly upset Peter. He took Jesus aside and argued with him. This will never happen to you, Lord, he insisted. Jesus stopped him in his tracks. Get out of my sight, Satan. You are trying to promote your own plan instead of God's. The same men who had just received great wisdom from God had now fallen for one of Satan's tricks. He had become an accomplice of Satan by trying to keep Jesus from going to the cross. Jesus told his 12 disciples and others who were following him that if anyone truly wanted to be his disciple, they needed to deny themselves. They needed to put aside their own personal desires and be willing to follow him even if it meant suffering. If you are trying to save your own life, Jesus said, you will lose it. But if you are willing to lose your life for my sake and the sake of the gospel, you will save it. What good would it be if you gained the whole world and ended up forfeiting your soul, he challenged them. Then Jesus added this, I tell you the truth, some of you who are standing right here will not die before you see the kingdom of God and its power. And six days later, three of his disciples discovered exactly what Jesus meant by that statement. And we will cover that in our next episode. Think about it. Is living for Jesus the primary focus of your life? Or is it just a hobby you do when it doesn't get in the way of your own plans and agendas? In Colossians 3.17, the Apostle Paul tells us that whatever we do, whether in word or deed, we should do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Living life for ourselves only provides temporary pleasure. Living for Jesus has eternal rewards. Now go and live for Jesus today.